You can support this show at patreon.com slash ASA podcasting. comes um you are awoken uh probably by the sound of chopping wood um from the from outside the back of the inn somebody is out the back uh chopping some wood uh and that's kind of what wakes you it's it's actually morning now it's light outside you can see that coming in um from uh, from the upstairs it's coming down through the doors and underneath the doorways. Uh, so you all wake up uh, fresh and any spells that you used or any um, like special things that you've used um, all come back to you. So you have all your spells and you have all your hit points if you lost any. Just a, um, a, a question of reference. If I had used one of my four magic spells in my two slots uh, yesterday with... Um, uh, the wolf around the fire pit or um, last night going into the inn, I would now have the use of those back again. Yes. Okay. After you finish a long rest. Great. I'll just clarify. Thank you. So, uh, morning to comes to over. Everybody sort of like slowly uh, makes their way back upstairs. Uh, the sound of chopping wood has stopped and uh, you come back up to the top part of the year or coming up to talk to uh, anybody else before we yeah so quiet comes into the back into the inn after hours of uh, meditating outside he was using the litter box <laughs> <laughs> that's uncalled for <laughs> Bosmer humor so uh, so I, I would have uh, woken it at, at uh, you know early and done prayers, and as soon as I hear any uh, any signs of, of work, the, the chopping, I'll go out. And uh, is is it is it Alpi doing the ch- chopping wood, or is it does he have somebody working for him? No, no, it, it's Alpi. He's uh, at the back. You you get the feeling that pretty much Alpi does everything on his own. This is this is him his dream, and although he says he, it's no more hard work. Um, it's no more hard work done the wrong way. He wants to do everything himself so he knows it's done exactly right and nobody's interfering with him. So that's all he has to do that one day. So he goes out, chops wood, piles it where it's supposed to be piled, how it's supposed to be piled, and he just uh, comes back in. It's only a few blocks uh, just to get him through the rest of the day. And then he sort of like gets back and He's again leaning in his usual spot that you saw him when you first entered, and he again he has the the leather bound journal, and he's um, sort of like writing with it, with a uh, with a proper quill. It's it's not Ooh. charcoal or anything like that. He's got a proper quill, and he's he's writing. Oh, okay. So 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 when I when I see him, uh, so uh, so dis- you, you get woken up by the, the by the sound of him chopping wood. Yeah. Um, so so I, I when I when I do that, I, I look out the window and. Actually, no. Actually, I, I go out and I you know get dressed, uh, not not in armor, but just in you know 
tunic or whatever. Go out. Yeah, you'll have a tunic underneath your armor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just go put go go you know, wish him good morning, and I, I kind of do. Can I tell that he's very particular? Because I, what I was actually going to do is I was going to go out and offer to help with chopping the wood. But if I get a, you know, can I, can I tell he's really meticulous and precise, in which case I wouldn't want. Well, no, well, no, you can't. I mean, he, when he puts the wood on the, on the block, he, he moves it to, to make sure he's going to hit it in the right place and split it down the middle as close as he possibly can. But it's not that you can tell that he's OCD or anything like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I just, I don't want to offend a craftsman, but, uh, uh Alpi, good morrow. Uh, is there any uh, is there any way that I can help you with your uh, with your morning chores? Uh, I ain't gonna pay you nothing. Nah, I expect nothing. Ah, well then, sure. Uh, there's a there's another chopping block around that that side there, and uh, there should be an axe in it or on it. Um, but um, whatever you do, chop, put in that pile over there. Okay. And, uh, right. You see, he has two piles of of wood. There's one that all, all the chunks that are in this pile, they're kind of not even and misshapen. But all the ones on the pile that he's putting his ones in that he's chopping are all kind of split exactly down the middle, and they have yeah. like bark on one side, and the rest is timber, and it's sort of like half oval shape. They're all particular. So um, you start. Just chopping wood. Yeah, no, I, I I chop wood for as long as he chops wood, uh, and and maybe not at his level. I would probably be somewhere in the middle in terms of proficiency. No, no particular proficiency, but probably after thirteen years of monastery work, probably a little better yeah, at it than whoever did this other pile. For, yeah, for thirteen years, sort of like you know, um, was it Vidgir was 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 pretty old. Uh, when you arrived there, and he was like even older when <laughs> just before he left. So, uh, yeah, you chopped a lot of wood, uh, keeping the fires going because yeah. So uh, I, I I I chop at the other pile for as long as Alpi uh, works at his, and uh, try to try to make it yeah, a he, little neater. Yeah, yeah. He he gives you a, a nod to sort of like you know that's that's good. That's actually mighty fine chopping, and it's probably not as good as what he what he, he considers nice. And you see, he'll. He picks up his pile of what he's going to need for the for the day, and he takes it to where the the fire is next to the clay oven, and it, he puts it there. And then he goes to your pile, and he takes what he's going to need for the day, and he brings that and sets it down next to the fire that's out in the the main part of the inn, at the hearth, the fire that warms the entire building. And he places it next to that, so you know that he's just throwing big chunks of wood in there, whatever that. But they have to specifically go in a certain way in his clay oven to be able to warm it uh, in exactly the right way, so it keeps a nice even temperature for him. Okay, so so I, I try to stay out of his way. Don't want to mess up his morning routine and just be helpful. And that that that's what I do. And then when I see my companions sort of stirring about, I'll. You know, I'll, I'll 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 ready myself for the for the trip. Yeah. So when uh, when you finish, when he comes in with the wood, um, he gets some bread and some uh, some cheese and some butter and stuff like puts it down. Says uh, thank you, and stuff like pushes that towards you. Doesn't ask for any money or anything like that. And I I, I give him a nod and say thank you, and then tuck in. <laughs> 
And on his way back into the inn when nobody was looking, Kwai walks up to a piece of wood and strikes it with his claw tips, and it breaks into five even pieces. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to have to get you to roll an attack for that one. Ooh. All right. So, so claws are a D8. Uh, D6. D6. Uh, you roll a 20, right, for an attack? Yeah, he's got to roll a, t- a 20. So we're not rolling damage. We're oh, rolling okay. whether you hit in exactly the right way to be able to get it to to split in the exact right. But is any, are you doing this in front of LP and... No, nobody's looking. Oh, you're, you're just at the back. They've finished chopping wood. And... Oh, you're doing it outside. I thought you were doing... Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want anybody to see, um, you know, my proficiency with claws. Yeah. So yeah. So just uh, roll in a roll an attack. So that'll be a d twenty, and you that's your proficiency bonus. That's plus two, and then you have plus four to dexterity, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So that's plus four. So that's plus six. So I rolled a thirteen. Plus six. That's yeah. That's a yeah. Perfect. You you pick up the piece of wood. And you actually throw it into the air and just swipe with your claws at exactly the right time. Um, and just, they all drop in sequence. Kind of like fanned out as they hit the ground. All perfectly aligned on the ground, like in like half moon shape. Is there anything else you wanted to, to add to that? No, that was it. Do you do anything with the pieces of wood? Do you leave them there, or do you do you pick them up, take them with you? Or... Um, no, I, I set them in the pile, just inconspicuously. Awesome. Yeah, this so you venture inside. My, my I... training and, and, you know, just keeping up uh, with my proficiency. Yeah. So you venture inside, and um, you see... Um, Luke there, he's, he's out of his armor now and he's um, he's sitting there right, having some some bread and some cheese and some butter, whether he's eating the cheese or not but he's eating the bread and uh, and the butter uh, you No, don't no, I see... tuck in uh, cheese, it, it's all it, it, It's all good, it's all good eating. It's all good, it's all good Nord, good hearty Nord food yep. uh, I don't know you as you walk in uh, you don't see butter yet Have we heard from the Wood Elf this morning? Uh, Body barely crawls out of bed, still sort of drunk from last night. Looks at the priest, looks at the cat. How can these guys be up so early? (laughs) I I, I flip Body a a strip of willow bark or or whatever it is, whatever the hangover cure is for... (laughs) For my for my medicine pouch, fully expecting this was going to be her state, and uh, say uh, have some breakfast. We have we have work to do. Uh, as a uh, sassy, sarcastic twenty year old body pulled herself out of the bed to the sound of the axes chopping, rhythmically chopping, chopping, thump and stacking, chopping, chopping, thump, stacking. Actually, it was chop chop. Uh, uh, first of all, it was just chop. And then chop, and then suddenly it became chop, 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 chop. 
Awoken. As, uh, he, as, the, as the chopping was joined by by somebody kind of chopping in sequence. Awoken by the rhythm of the chopping, Bur, uh, Body had to write a song. <laughs> uh, um, noting every morning, Body tries to hone the bard skill by noting the previous day's activities to write the adventure of meeting our cat friend up a tree by a wolf and our ale pie host at the end body has to scratch down a song quickly to the rhythm of the chopping nice good morning everyone morning Prindelf. Uh, I've written a song for us all, hopefully to provide us a little bit of memory of yesterday's actions and our intentions for the future, and to provide us a little inspiration, hopefully. Hopefully you hear it well, friends. And I play the song. Okay. I'll roll a performance check. Be plus five. Of a 20, 18, 2, 3, 4, 5, 23. Nice. So, to think that she just came up with it that morning, um, it's it's not a, it's not the poetic etta. It's not uh, this epic, long-lasting thing. It's kind of a ditty, but it's definitely catchy, and it definitely puts you in a better mood than you were, even though you woke up to freshly chopped wood and uh, the smell of baked bread and cheese and sort of like, you know, you'd, uh, was it quite uh, Jai Kwai Chung? Sorry, Ray. Um, <laughs> enjoying sort of like, you know, watching the sunrise when you walk in and then this sort of like just puts the perfect capper on your morning just to, you know, it's as if you've had a hazelnut latte. It's just <laughs> made you perfectly awake. Oh, wonderful. My mood has improved. Finished work song, young lady. Um, you will have noticed that you are the only three patrons of the inn now. I was about to say... Um, one thing that body would have noticed is what happened to the guy last night? Go. Oh, yeah. Uh, he left, you know, he, he doesn't live here. So yeah, that's what they do when they don't live here. They leave on his own. Unless they're paying customers. Uh, and he kind of gives you a, a look, but yeah, I'm just joshua. <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of taken that this guy was dragged out. What do, what, do, what do you think, Luke? I don't know. I, I, I might have lost track of him. Once once I confirmed he was, A, not friendly, and, and B, not in any danger, I, I sort of wrote him off a bit. That's uh, maybe, true. Maybe we'll see him again another time. I didn't notice him when we were going to bed. Was he still there? Yeah, he was still there when you went to bed. Okay. Um, still passed out. Um, oh, are you talking to Alpi? Yes, Alpi. Yeah, yeah, he... He sounded off about 1am. Uh, and he didn't stay the night. And he managed to make it. I didn't think that guy was going to wake up yeah, at all. He, he shows up sort of like 
in the morning usually, and then Steve gets drunk real fast and then just collapses down. I don't think he's right, but you best not to touch him or move him or try to wake him because, uh, well, you see that, and he sort of like shows you his his finger, and there's like a like a scar going across the tops of his fingers. Oh, gross! He shows you the scar. He goes, yeah. He goes, I nearly got one like that the other day from him across the face, but uh, I was too fast for him. Why do you let him come back? Because he's a pain. Luke, what shall we do today? I thought we were taking your trip to Haldir's Cairn. I'm on edge to get there. I didn't want to necessarily jump the gun if we didn't have to. Are we ready? Cat, do you still agree to come with us? Indeed. Uh, I I do have to ask, are you seriously happy with him calling you Cat? (laughs) (laughs) Is Cat Are you keeping it to yourself? We're still skeptical. Impetuous female wood elves, what do you expect? Uh, (laughs) I have have the patience to endure days sitting on top of a rock. An impetuous elf is not going to ruffle my fur. Awesome. I I scratch the kitty behind his ears for 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 a good omen, and I ask the barkeep, uh, th- "Thank you for your accommodation, sir. Uh, do we? Do you have any last tips? Can might might I um, exchange working your um, specific in into the tales of my travels?" in exchange for any hints or tips you can give us about our adventures to Haldir's Cairn today. Hmm. So going to Haldir's Cairn, right? So, you want to be going in the book. My book? Do, do you want to go into my book? Free advertising for your new inn. Yeah, so you'd go in my book. You you do know about the book, right? What book are we speaking of? The Inn Book. The See, Inn Book. This is why I said it right here next to the border, because all you it, uh, all you fine adventurers <laughs> coming across the border <laughs> to make a name yourself, like the Dragonborn coming across. Uh, they uh. They want to make a name for themselves. And I say, put your name in the book. Go in my book. And then, once you do get famous, every time somebody comes in here and says, you know these fine gentlemen saved me money? This this guy killed this bear that was going to eat my mama? You get a free night. And you get free food. Isn't that a, a great deal? For you two fine gentlemen, and he looks at Luke and and Jai. One more time, please, Ray. <laughs> Jack Kwai Cheng. Jack Kwai. Jack Kwai. He looks at, uh, he used to, uh, 
And he does give you a bit of a wink, buddy. <laughs> Can I persuade you by chance, sir, to exchange our books? If If you go into my book, I'll go into your book. How much does it cost to go into your book? Just whatever information you might have about whatever trouble we might find on the way to or in Haldir's Cairn. Any hints, any any tips you could give us. That's all the cost. And then I will gladly appear in your book. Awesome. Because uh, it costs a gold piece to go in my book. <laughs> I will pay I will pay a gold piece if you can give us some good information and then we will be in each other's books. I will give a gold piece. Done. And he slaps down on the table and he goes, well, anytime you walk past something that has a fierce smell of death, you don't go in it. That's my advice. Anything else you need to know? You were just wanting to know about Aldir's Kern, right? Yes, sir. That's it. I ain't never been in it. I ain't never been close to it. Because it has a fear smell of death. I cast a look to the priest. Luke, thoughts on the matter? Fear smell of death. Sounds like a pox on the world that should be dealt with. All the more reason to go. Yeah, this um, to you, um, Luke. This is this is in your wheelhouse. Um, the, anything to do with that? You've you've dealt with it um, on numerous occasions when um, like accidents happened. People who sought sought out Vidgia, and then later you you helped and sort of like learned a few things from him as well. Um, but yeah, you have no no fear of dead bodies or anything like that. You're not superstitious about them. You know exactly the ins and outs of of what happens when something dies, um, as long as nothing interferes uh, with it afterwards. Yeah. So uh, actually, a lore question. I would probably know this. So so one. So my language, my second language is is ancient Nord. Yeah. Um, and I would. So I would. I would probably have some general knowledge of, of Nordic tombs, I would assume. Yes, you um it, anything that's readings. yeah, anything that's written in uh, in ancient Nord, uh, you'll be able to read. Anything that's uh written in the Nord language but encrypted, so you're not so it, it won't read it unless you know what you're supposed to be reading, then you won't know it. You'll be able to read the words, but you won't be able to um decipher the code you yeah. unless you had the specific thing that allowed you to decipher it so, so yeah so I, you... I, so I assume I've never been in a Nordic tomb given that I've spent my whole life in Cyrodiil no you haven't okay but um, yeah you you read uh, ancient Nord it was like what well, it was one of your um I would say one of the your general interests because you were a Nord is one of yep. your ties to your background and sort of like, you know, you said about, well, I've got shit loads of time. I'm going to sit here and this is going to be like, I'm going to study it every day. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yep, that makes sense. Yep, yep. Innkeeper. 
Sure. May I, may I inquire whether you've had uh, other Khajiit uh, guests stay at your inn before? Mm. Well, by Kenneth herself. No, you be the first. Okay, thank you. That's what I needed to know. Uh, no problem. Ask anything. I don't mind. Do Khajiit travelers tra- cross the border often? Mm, probably, but they... Because um, they're so rich, they, they probably stay at all the, the good inns. Um, or they prefer just setting up camp themselves to... <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, got a bit of smoke from the firewood in my in my throat. Um, yeah, it's like because they're all fancy now because they got that um, what you may call it, uh, big old trading post right up near Solitude. They uh, they run through pretty fast in their carts and. As they're hauling back and forth, so they got no need to stay here. But you know, uh, I'm hoping you know one day one of their carts break down and they stay in here for an entire week, spend all that gold they're making. Yeah. And so, as as this conversation is going uh, go, going going on, I finish up my breakfast and go down to my room and uh, and start. Uh, Packing my make, packing, putting my pack and getting my armor and armor ready, getting okay. ready to go. Yeah, pre, uh, Dottie, you, you, uh, or Butty, you slept in your armor. <laughs> yeah, I, I was about to say, <laughs> I didn't unpack. You just went straight down, clapped straight out, and then woke back straight up and, yeah, like, you know, into your hair and sort of like, you know, you're yep, back yep. up and out. Splash a little, uh, water in my face. I'm good to go. Yeah. She, she's young. She'll learn. <laughs> so, you all get ready. Are you all sort of like setting out for the day? I believe yep. I'm, I'm packed up and ready to go. And I'll, I'll make sure. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure we have good directions from Alpi. You know, since you know we're not we're not from around these parts. Yep. Um, well, you know where you come from, right? Yep. Don't go that way. <laughs> There's we'll only conti- one road. We'll continue boy. up the road. <laughs> and the cairn is within sight of the road. Yep. That's it. He doesn't share anything else. Not unless okay. you ask him something. Specific. No, no, no. I, I man, a few words. He should be allowed to have them. <laughs> so, you all. Um, uh, get your packs, so like put them on. They're pretty light. I mean, you haven't got a lot of stuff with you. You just got your like your bed rolls in case, and a few tinder boxes and and uh, rations and stuff. And you all exit from the um, from the inn, and you know it's a nice clear morning. Uh, there's only a slight misting. Um, if you look out to to your left, past the tree line. A little bit lay-lowing, um, like a pond or two, and you see some mist just hovering just above that. To the right is more just massive trees, 
and behind it, like more rocky hills of like leading up into the mountains that uh, sort of like you know surround Skyrim, separating it, separating it from from Cyrodiil. Uh, and yeah, obviously you look to your right. That's where you came from across the border. And you look to the left, and and you head down the road. And um, you probably travel maybe just a little over an hour uh, along the road, um, and nothing much happens. You are um, just walking along casually. Um, is there anything you wanted to accomplish on the on the walk, or anything you wanted to talk about along the walk as you're walking down towards uh, the cairn? I'll ask, uh, uh, wait, wait, let me see if I can get it right. Jacquois. I'll ask Jacquois. Jacquois, so where was your, uh, where was your brother last heard of? I'm not sure. He, I just knew that he went, he has gone to Skyrim and we have not heard anything back from him. Mm. It is a large place to be lost. So it would seem. Have you have you have you been other places? And not stop. I just sort of as we're walking. Have you, have you been other places in Skyrim and had no luck, or is this your first, the first place you've tried? No, this is this is my first entry into Skyrim. We have good we we have good fortune in your search. Thank you. So yeah, so you you um carry on walking down the road and as I said just a little over an hour and then you you see it there's a couple <clears throat> of uh, and it's quite easy to notice although the entrance is is just a cave there is um what is it um stone statues that stand tall either side depicting dragon's heads uh in a very nordic style and there's a as you enter it get closer to the to the edge and you look closer at the edge of the cave there's a couple of little mushrooms and there's uh, like actually a, an urn or two smashed out to the side <coughs> uh, just to the side of the entrance of the cave um I see um I'd like to take a look in some uh, of those urns yeah sorry um uh, Luke, do you want to make a perception check? Okay. Oh, pretty good. Let's see. Perception is plus wisdom or intelligence? Yes. Wisdom, uh, 21. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's you see nothing around. There's nothing sort of like living. And you don't see any, any, see any animals or... Um, or any signs of um, wildlife here, but there is um, kind of fresh footprints that kind of go towards the cave. There's like maybe three or four sets of footprints that are actually in the area that you are, Um, but uh, there's only one or maybe two, you're not too sure, that Go all the way into the cave. Mm. And do I? So I, 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 I motion to the to the uh, 
to the other two to stop. And I, 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 I sort of quietly describe, not with hand, you know, I, I point with, I make hand gestures, but then also make it clear what I've seen is that something happened apparently. So can we see where it sort of goes from three or four sets to one or two sets? Is it, or anything that's yeah, sort of, I mean, I don't have ranger skills. No, no, but, there was, I mean, yeah, there's, 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 there's no, um, there's no scuffle. Literally, it looks exactly what it, it looks like. Um, there's three or maybe four sets of footprints that came off the road and are pretty much standing where you are on the side of the road, sort of like in the muddy area, and then one or two sets of footprints enter the cave. Um, uh, but the other ones are staying there on the road and sort of like, you know, just sort of like, you know, just hold there for a second. And it looks like they arrived and then left. Mm. Uh, and and these are so, human shoe, shoe footprints, not animal, but human footprints. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Human footprints or uh, humanoid footprints. Yeah. Okay. And I don't, do we see anything coming, any footprints coming out of the cave? No. Do we smell anything? Um, well, yeah, it's it's as uh, Alpi said. It's it kind of has this sort of like you know smell of sort of like old and rot. It's kind of coming from it, and uh, uh, maybe some like some animal smells, maybe. But yeah, definitely old. And sort of like kind of a bit of a rot coming, sort of like wafting out of the cave. I'm familiar with animal smells. And I can tell that there's an animal that I'm not familiar with that I've never seen before that I can smell. Hmm. And, and, and... Colin, we talked about sort of my familiarity with 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 death, and de- is it sort of a natural smell of death and decay, or yes. is there yeah, something? Yeah, okay, it just just smells like like any other. Okay, all right, yeah, so no, from, nothing yeah, unnatural that I could tell. Yeah, it's kind of like being near a very old crypt. Okay. It's not like you're getting a fresh smell of death. It's like being near a very old, um, uh, an old crypt, sort of like of a. Uh, like a very decomposed body. Kinnereth's blessing. With Kinnereth's blessing, I, I, I fear no dead. Shall we enter? Um, can I take a look in the um, the urns and stuff? You said there were some urns out front. Can I can I peek in those real quick? Yeah, they were, yeah, they were smashed. There, there's nothing. There's in nothing them. in just, them. Okay. Yeah. So like you know, they're they're like half three yeah. quarters of an urn, uh, and the the tops are are smashed off them. And I I'll. I'll I'll turn to the cat and ask. Uh, now I'll, I'll turn to the Nord and ask if he uh, to tell me anything he knows about the dragon sculptures on either side of the door. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll look and do a, you know if there's a check appropriate you know history or I guess uh, just, if, it, there's, it, if there's anything I would I'll, I'll look at him and see if there's anything I very, recognize. Uh, it's just say it's exactly what it looks like. It's a very rudimentary uh, sculpture of a dragon's head. It, Great. It's no significance or anything like that to it. There's no yeah. writing or on it or anything like that. It's just sort of whatever was uh, living here when it was built uh, was in reverence to the dragon. I make note of it in my Dragonborn body. journal. But, yeah, buddy, this is this 
This is fodder for your next song. I make note of it. Let's continue. Cat, are you with us still? I am with you. So uh, what's the um, what's the marching order here? Uh, who's at it heading in first? Uh, both of you are are quieter than I. Perhaps one of one of you should uh, should should lead her should lead the way. I have yeah. a... as he says this, he's uh, he's sort of like um, stepping back two steps. He, he he sort of like goes clang clang <laughs> clang clang, and you. I was it on on the walk there or when he sat down, but as he's saying that now, he's sort of like he, he'll turn around and go, "Look, I'm really sorry, but I'm you're a lot quieter." And the the shield sort of like you know bashes against his leg and goes clang, and his mace bangs against his clay as he's working. It's hanging off like a hook. It's got a leather strap on it that when he's holding it, he puts it. He puts his hand through the leather strap, so if his hand gets knocked, it, it dangles from his arm, but he can hold it while the strap is there. But when he's not, it's hanging from like a little hook on the side of his armor, and the mace hangs down, and it sort of like bangs into the into the uh, sort of like the, yeah. The and, and at this point, I'll 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 arm my mace and and my shield, so I'm you know they're they're at least not ma- making random banging noises anymore. But I'm still a lot louder than these other two. And <laughs> I, I know the cat doesn't need it, but do one of Luke or I have a torch? I have some candles, but does someone have a torch so we can see? That would be in your equipment, guys. You want to have a? I, I I have five candles. I can use a candle if we need. Do we need? First of all, is, is it light inside? You can, from where you are, you can see down into the cave. Um, but it's sort of like it goes forward, so you can't see all the way into the cave. But there is light in there. Okay, it, there is light spreading around. You don't think there'll be that much of an issue near the entrance. Okay. Well, I do. It's going to be dark further. I don't know. I do have five candles as long as it's assumed I have a way to light them as well. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, So, yeah, I say we proceed. Same same here. I don't don't have any torch. I have candles, but no, no torches. So same, same here. And I was just realizing I don't have the, uh, I don't have the light cantrip. So I'll have to make sure to get that next time we, when we level up, I'll have to get the light cantrip. (laughs) Oh, that's interesting. I, I can to, see in the dark, and he doesn't need yeah. it. <laughs> All right, I, I say we proceed. <laughs> I offer to go in and in and look around. Uh, sure, you going in sneakily? Absolutely. Yeah, I roll a stealth check for me, please. That's a twenty. Nice. No, I'm asking. It's the D twenty dice. Oh yes, yeah. Yes, yes, it's a D twenty. Yes. All right, I rolled an 18 plus uh, 4 and 2. 20, 24. Uh, yeah, so are, are you guys... Um, I know you're staying back, Luke. Uh, Botty, uh, you're, are you staying close to uh, Jaquai, or are you staying a little further back with... I'm I'm a little uh, further back did. because he said that he would go in and check it out for us and report back. I I still trust him. Okay. He has given me no reason to to not trust him yet. Yep. Yeah. So you get pretty uh, low to the ground and you get a little bit of a sniff and <clears throat> you do know you do get a bit of a smell of. There's definitely been some humans around here, 
um, and you venture down into the cave, and it goes down, and there's an overhanging rock that sort of like obscures your vision all the way to the cave, but um, not too badly. Once you get down a little bit further, look in, and you can see most nearly the entire cave. You're over a little, uh, I'm trying to, like a little precipice that looks down into the rest of the cave. Uh, and off to the left, you see a door um, that, um, so an ancient black Nordic door. And then just in front of it is a is a little pedestal. The door is actually open. There's uh, it's not closed or anything like that. And just in front of it is a little pedestal, a little black sort of like you know it could be obsidian. Uh, only stands about three foot tall. Uh, and then to the right of that, there's a stack of stones that seem to be piled in a sort of like pyramid shape. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, and around it, there's actually a couple of skeletons, and as if they had landed on this pile of stones. Um, what what you can see of their actually? Can you give me a perception check as well? Is that another uh, d twenty roll? D twenty and <clears throat> e. Uh, a three. Oof. Oh no. Three. Well, you have a. You also have. Um, was it a wisdom modifier of. Um, plus three. Plus yeah. two. So. Uh, uh, no, just the three. Just the three? Room. Okay. Just the three. No proficiency on this one. Yeah. Uh, so that's just a, a six. six. So, yeah. So you can see the door to your, to your right there. Yeah, sorry, to your left and then the little pedestal, and then you can make out, like, skeletons around this pyramid-shaped rock. And it's pretty well lit in here. There's some light coming from above it. Uh, and it actually, it kind of like a... It's not a beam of light. It's just, like, normal, like, light, like firelight. Maybe candlelight, maybe torches. is sort of, like, you know, finding its way down from above on this, um, uh, what should we call it, a pyramid of stones. And then further to the right of that, which would, if you were to follow the sort of like the natural path of the cave, would would lead you there first. To the right, you see um, the body of a male lie down. It's actually a, a fresh body, and around it there are three rat-like creatures eating it. Sort of like kind of feeding on it. Uh, looks like it's been there for about. A couple of days. Uh, they don't seem to, um, like you know, see your presence or are not aware of your presence just yet. I am not comfortable with their uh, that they'll remain chewing on the body. Um, I need to uh, uh, I need to go get my uh, compatriots and uh, have us come in and deal with them. So easy enough, you you realize exactly where they are, and you you know where you have stepped, and you were careful to make sure that of where you stepped wasn't going to cause any noise. There was no loose stones or shale, so you 
back up and place your foot, feet, and and hands in exactly the same place where you put them as you entered, and you back up without a sound and find your way back to the entrance of the cave. All right, so I tell my my uh, companions that uh, um, there doesn't seem to be any danger in this cave with the exception of uh, three rats of unusual size. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, you know, we can all three go in and uh, and take care of those and before we proceed. Um, Luke, do you want to make a, a history check? Okay. Oh, it's a big number, 24, I think. Yeah, you, you know what he's talking about. You know these are skeevers. Yeah. Little rat-like creatures. They're a little bit sturdier than rats, but you know they're just skeevers, and they shouldn't pose that much of a problem. But, yeah, they're nasty ver- vermin, and, and literally they just... You need to get rid of them because uh, they carry disease and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good, 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 good eyes, Jaquai. We uh, we should uh, we should deal with them uh, from from range if possible. Don't 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 let them bite you. They uh, they're they're known to carry many many foul diseases. Uh, I think I think we can take them, and we and we should for the for the for the good of for, for our good and for the good of uh, the area. We should take care of them. And I will take the opportunity to ask my companion there if uh, there was any evidence of anyone else being in the cave. No one alive. There were three skeletons and a dead body. So the footprints leading up, no one alive left in the cave. Well, there is a door, so there's more to the cave than than we could see. The door is open. And so uh, a second person could have gone farther in, but there is one freshly dead um, skeever snack uh, laying on the floor and it's just inside the cave. So uh, let's to, investigate. To, to, why uh, do you do you have uh, do you have the ability to to attack the skeevers from range? Uh, I do. And, and, um, I prefer to use my claws if, if uh, at all possible. But uh, uh, understanding the you know that you're saying that these are uh, disease-ridden creatures, probably best not to have them. I you know stuck under my fingernails. I, I would, yeah. And, and Bati, I will try to make an effort to um, make one of them calm, and so you only have to deal with two of them, and then we can deal with the third one later. I, yes, uh, uh, Bati, uh, I, 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 I share your 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 respect for for living creatures, but uh, these things are foul. We should we should destroy them. You you have my. I'm just saying. So our battle is less strenuous. I, I will keep one of them docile while you deal with the other two, and then once you've dealt with the other well. two, the third one you are yeah. welcome to kill. Um, roll a um a history check again for me, please, uh, Luke. Uh, seven, uh, 19. I think I'm plus six on that roll. Let me see. No, I'm only put, so seven, 17. Yeah. So yeah, you would know that, uh, Bosmer are mainly carnivores, so they have no trouble, um, killing animals and eating them for the fresh because they're, was it they're the green pact that we don't know. You don't know if Botty follows or not, but the, 
is not to harm the valen wood, the wood in which um, the Ogarab is not to harm the trees or the plant life of the valen wood. Um, in history past, uh, they've been known to have been uh, actual... Um, uh, I've gotten the word now. What's for for eating other people? Cannibals. Cannibals. Yeah, they've been known to be cannibals, but um, they, uh, they're they definitely meat eaters. So they have a respect for it, but they have no problem with killing and, and eating meat. Good, good. So uh, I, I, I can, uh, I can cast uh, the, the same, the same cantrip that I used on the wolf. I can cast from from about twice as far as we can run, about sixty feet. So I can, I can, I can cast that, uh, cast that on one. Are we within range? Uh, can are we there? Well, I think we should are just. Are you uh, moving in? Yeah, I, I, I'm. Are you... So I, I, are you marching I, I, in? So, so uh, uh, body, how 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 close do you need to be to these things to be able to uh, to make friends? Um, I can keep one calm from. Oh, where was that? Was it? It wasn't it was sixty. Feet. Was it thirty? Yes, it's at least thirty. Animal thirty feet. Yes. Uh, th- so um, we're okay. Where he won't be able to jump at us or anything from thirty feet away. I can keep one of them calm for you. Jaquai is uh, thirty feet. Uh, is, can you can you uh, make an attack from thirty? Uh, but you choose quieter ones. Go into thirty feet. I'll follow behind. Cast my uh, my my sacred flame from uh, you, from a bit behind. Yeah, uh, Jaquai, because you're proficient with them, you would know that um, the darts that you have. Where it says the twenty sixty, uh-huh. if you're within, yeah, if you're within twenty feet of it, you can uh, just normally just normal roll to see if you hit or not. Um, but over twenty feet, you would be rolling at disadvantage. Okay. So you would have to roll twice, roll the d twenty <clears throat> twice, and take the lower of those two numbers. You have to be within twenty feet to be able to get a good shot at them because it is only a dart; it doesn't have a lot of range. Okay, but I do have plus four dexterity. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. I can move into twenty as well if we all want to sneak in closer. You, you, two of you move to twenty. I'll move to sixty. And when I see uh, with, when, when, with, when, when we see when we see body so. begin to begin to make friends, then Jaquai and I will uh, will we'll attack. Well, sixty would put you outside of the cave. <laughs> Okay, so just inside the cave, just inside the cave. Then, so are you going to? As quietly as I can tank in. (laughs) Yeah, is um, Jaquai? Are you going to sneak in again? Yes. Okay, so another stealth check, and can I get a stealth check from you too, Botty? Yes, um, yes, of course. Another D twenty, and I believe you have proficiency, not in no. You don't have proficiency in stealth. No, acrobatics. Can I? How does acrobatics? Can I back? Can I so backflip you in? You get plus three. You're pretty dexterous, so you got plus three. Dexterous. Um, I rolled a nineteen. Yeah. So yeah, they don't even hear you coming. And I rolled. You two difficulty finding where he is. Did you need me to roll two as Colin? Uh, Colin? Yep. Uh, I rolled a nine. Three. Um, what is... Let me have a look here. Find so that's under dexterity? Is. 
So you're at a, you're at a twelve, ten. Andrew. So he's got to see what they're. Uh, yeah. What, so in, what, yeah. So actually, you're fine. <clears throat> so you two um, are with um, with Jaquai taking the lead, and you following in behind him, uh, trying to place your footsteps uh, where his are. Uh, you can't get quite as low as and and move quite the same way as he can, but. You manage to follow in his footsteps to say as silent as possible. And with your sort of like very supple leather armor, you hardly make a sound. And you might sneak in. And, I, and, and as you describe, just to the right of the cave, you see a, you see a body there. And uh, it's got uh, three rat-like creatures. Pretty gnarled, kind of like a gray, patchy fur. Um kind of gnawing on them. So, and you're staying where you are, uh, Luke? No, I, I'm going to, I'm going to give them time to, you know, a, you know, a few seconds to make their stealthy approach. And then I'll as quietly as I can step into the cave, into the cave, uh, within, you know, within 60, you know, as, as, as soon as I can see the skeevers, I'll, as soon as I get within uh, sight of the skeevers, I'll pause. Cause if it's less than 60 feet, I can, I can do the flame strike. Pretty simple. Um, see, uh, they are not aware of um, Jaquai's or uh, Dottie's um, Botties, sorry, um, uh, approach. So, do you guys uh, even within twenty feet? So, do you guys want to make your attack? I will say that because they're not aware of you there, this is a surprise attack. So, you don't have to roll initiative. Just uh, attack. So who's going first? I'll uh, just sort of nod and give eye contact to my cat friend and say, "Do you think you can get it from here? Do you need to sneak any closer? Are you good? I'm good from here. Are you okay?" So am I at uh, twenty feet? Yes. Yeah. We're both okay. at twenty feet. Okay. Yeah. I've I've got a clean shot. I'm I'm good to go too. I can cast my um my animal friend. Uh, let me go first because uh, yeah. I'll, if your otherwise, animal I'll friend give away, doesn't I'll, work, then they'll yeah. know we're here. So I'm sort of nodding this to him. We, we're not actually speaking, but through through uh, dashing our eyes back and forth and, and nods, and he's he's twitching his ears. Yeah, yeah he's, he's he's pointing at him. He's yeah. sort of like, what, you, he's like no, no, you me, no, no, you like. go first. Uh, so yeah, animal please. friendship. I'm going to wait for our sneaky friend to make his move, and then immediately after, I will make mine before uh, the rodents have time to react. Okay, so as you're looking at the body, it's um, you're looking at it from its from its side. So the the head is to the left and the feet are to the right. And it's sort of like just kind of laying there. Um, two of the, uh, of the skiers are at its side, sort of like kind of like gnawing at the arm. And one of them at the sort of like the, the torso area. And the other one is on the opposite side, gnawing on the other arm. Which one are you aiming for? I'm. I'll go. I'll for... take the. I'll take the leftmost. Um, on the on the closest side. Yeah, I was going to say I'll go far. You go near. That's that was exactly my instinct. So through again through eye twitches and ear twitches, we can we communicate that to each other. 
if you make an attack, so roll a d20 and add your dex and... And I rolled a 17. Oh, wow, yeah. So, yeah, you hit that. And um, you don't even have to roll damage. Um, you just hit it right at the back of the head. And it, the dart just sinks right in behind the ear, straight into his brain, and it just falls down. One shot. Nice. And immediately when I hear him blow that dart, I, I'll also throw my animal friendship to try okay, to calm so, the far one. Um, Do we not see the yeah, third one? So Where was that... the third one? Third one is on the opposite side of the body. You do see it. It's uh, it's on the opposite side, and it's it's gnawing on the arm. Okay. <clears throat> uh, so I got a. It's a wisdom saving throw, I believe. Animal friendship. So yeah, he rolled a seven. So and it's against your spell DC was thirteen. So yeah, he sort of like you know seizes his compatriot, munch away, and then suddenly fall over, and then. And then he turns around and, and then looks to you, and Ray, you watch again as um, what you may call it, uh, as he pulls out this tiny little bit of morsel of food, this little bit of jerky jerk meat that he has, uh, or she she has in her pouch, and um, sort of like just go and whispers soft words that sort of like you know, and this light green with gold sparks in it sort of like comes out from his mouth or her mouth and sort of like you know just makes its way to the skeever and the skeever sort of like his eyes sort of like just flash and go really calm sits and relaxes not doing anything and the third one gets to make a dexterity saving throw oh well, that was a 16 Ooh, is that does that save What's your spell save, DC? Oh, uh, let's see. That's right. That's right. It's not against the table anymore. Uh, so my spell uh, spell save is 14. Uh, now, do uh, I get any mods to that? Or is it just a straight uh, no, 14? It's just, no, it's just a, a spell save. That's what the spell Okay, no, no, he does save then. So, no, he... Yeah, he saves. So he, uh, uh, yeah, he sees... Um, he sees his other fr- one of his commercials fall over it and it sort of like disturbs his eating and then he sees that green magic sort of like air wafting across and hit his friend and startles him and then he uh, immediately notices your approach and you casting the spell in the light and jumps backwards out of the way and the spell uh, falls flat and he immediately turns around. Um, we're going to continue with the... Um, right now we'd um, roll initiative, but that was a surprise attack, so that Skiva doesn't get a chance to act uh, because you surprised all three oh, of them. So, so it now go back, it goes back to Ray. Wow, nice. So Ray, it's now your your attack now. Okay. Um, so he's still within range. Uh, you might want to move about. Yeah, to, to keep in range, um, move about 10 foot forward. But he sees you now. He knows you're all there. So did you want to move forward to attack him with your claws, or did you want to throw another dart? Um, I'll attack him with my claws. Okay, so yeah, he's um, he 
he got quite a fright when he see, see, saw all those glittering lights coming out of nowhere while he was in the, in the, in the middle of eating his food. So he's jumped back quite a lot. So you're going to have to move about, um, I'd say about 15 feet, uh, stepping across uh, the body, but that's no issue for you with your decks. So you march straight forward and make the attack. So, yeah, roll another d20. Again, it's plus six for you. All right, so 17. Yeah, so that's 22, I think. Uh, you definitely hit, and again, it's it's just the one shot. You just slice right through. Um, or did you want to describe uh, the kill? Um. No, it's just straightforward. Just a uh, a, a slash yeah. from my claws. Yeah, you watch as um, um, Luke and uh, and Barty. You kind of watch as um, you see this um, very nimble little skiver, sort of like hop right out of the light. I mean, this is the light that you called from nothing, and it's sort of like to come down and, and bask in an area. And he managed to hop out of it. But then, in a superior display of of dexterity and and skill and strength, you see uh, Jaquai leap and pounce on this little skiver and instantly just claw right through all the through the center of him. So there's now three claw marks right through the center, and the skiver falls down dead. Yeah. All right. So so. So is body holding the the friendship? Does body have to concentrate for the friendship to stay effective? That's only no. One... It lasts for twenty four hours. Oh, does it? Mm-hmm. So one cast spell and uh, oh, nice. yes. Let me just check. And yeah, twenty four hours. Twenty four no, right. hours. Correct. So so he's not he's doing just... anything. We can kill him on the yeah, way out just... if we want to. Yeah, you could just leave him there, or <laughs> no, I I I. I... I do the uh, what? It's not flames. What? What's the? Uh, I, I do a sacred flame at the the friendly one. Okay, so again, dex, another... dex save. Dex save. I get fourteen. <laughs> you rolled a natural one. Um, <laughs> you crispy fry. <laughs> that other one really sort of like got on your nerves by jumping out of the way in your second grade. <laughs> So you really wanted to toast this once. You got nice and close and sort of like, you know, blast, hold your hand out and blast. And this, again, you see this golden flame come out of um, out of nothingness in the area around uh, this skeever. And it just blankets and kind of crispy, toasty fries this little skeever that just sort of like instantly goes, <laughs> and is just gone. It's almost as if it, it was so quick it didn't even feel any pain. Yeah, so. good. <laughs> can I? Uh, good to these foul creatures. Can I check the carcasses? For uh, don't touch them. They're, no? they're nasty. Okay. So I'll, I'll believe um, you, priest. So you tell them not, you tell her not to um, uh, go near any of the the skewer carcasses. If 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 you're if you're a dedicated alchemist, you you. <laughs> Stay you may wish to poke room. around, but but I I wouldn't risk the uh, I wouldn't risk the I wouldn't risk the disease, and I I don't have the ability to cure you with certainty. I will trust your judgment. Yep. And uh, looking around, um, let's see, 
yeah, it's going to have to be Luke again. Luke, do you want to uh, roll a perception check? Now that you're fully inside the cave. Uh, ooh, not good. Not good. Uh, I think a 10, I think. Uh, yeah, uh, so... Let's see. Uh, it's, it's plus wisdom or intelligence, mm-hmm. sorry. Wisdom. Wisdom. Uh, it's an 11. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a room, it's a cave that kind of converts into a ruin. So over in the, like, as you entered over to the far left, there's a door, it's it's open. And in front of it, there's a pedestal, as Jaquai uh, uh, um, explained. And then over to the right there, there's some uh, stones that are kind of, like, packed in a, in a pyramid sort of style. And they've got, like, two or three skeletons just sort of like you know just lying there <coughs> uh, on the stones and above that is sort of like a like an opening where there's you have some light that's descending down from it um but it's not like natural light it's kind of like firelight um and uh, and then on the floor next to you you have um the dead body uh, I'll I'll take a look at the dead body. Sure. See if there's any um, anything of note. Sure. Do you want to roll an investigation check for me, please? Okay. Let me find out what that is. Ooh, not good. There's that uh, investigation. Is that intelligence? Yes, investigation is intelligence. Okay, so I have an eleven. Another eleven. Mm. Yeah, there isn't much on him. Uh, he hasn't even got a pouch or anything. He He's in leather armor, uh, but it's pretty worn out, uh, pretty basic. He's got no uh, helmet on of any type. Uh, it's a Nord male, uh, probably in his sort of like 40s, 40s, maybe early 50s. Um, rough hands. Um, you find probably... Sort of like you know, two silver on him, and uh, to, to his right pocket, you find a little glass vial, and um, you know what this glass vial is. It's empty, but uh, it's uh, a glass vial that usually contains skooma. I, I fling it across the cavern as far away from me as possible. Instantly, as soon as I pick it up out of his pocket. So um, that's pretty much you. You, uh, what do you do with the tool silver? You pocket it. I, 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 I show it to, uh, I show it to Jaquai and Body and say, uh, "Shall we share the spoils at the end of our adventure?" <laughs> and I say, "Sure thing, priest." And I turn to the cat and say, "What did? Did you hear something clink down the hallway?" No, well, you, you, you were just. I, I wasn't trying to hide it. I just it's, as soon as I. I, I they would have seen me get pick up something, look yeah. at it just for just the shortest instant, and I would just immediately just hurled it what towards the it? entrance, not not you know away from us, just just hurled it away as as far as possible. What was that, priest? Yeah, you. Um, I don't know whether um, Jaquai would actually recognize it. He knows of it, but um, I doubt you would have seen how it's distributed and how it's um, 
looks in in that sort of form. But you definitely know what it is, um, Dutty. You, Dutty, uh, you know definitely know what this is. You've seen it in, on the in many club. a tavern in yeah. many different places. You know exactly what that on is. on the club scene. I'm very familiar with yeah. what he just chucked down down the hall. Yeah, whether you partake of it is uh, is down to your character background, or and whether you want to bring it to the floor. But you instantly see um, Luke's reaction. Uh, Luke, which, I, I gather by your reaction that you're not a fan of it. But it, you know, in this day and age, everything holds value. Would you be opposed to me picking that up and to sell it later on? When I, when I when I remember that I'm I'm in this cave with a Khajiit, I, I I instinctively glance at him, and then recognizing that he has no part of the trade or anything else, I immediately I immediately de- depress the thought. You know that, that there's um, that, you know, clearly Jaquai is not a Khajiit that has anything to do with this with this, this trade. Check for me, please, Jaquai. Uh, D twenty, D twenty, and add uh, your wisdom modifier. And I believe That's you a tw- have. I got a twenty. Whoa! Oh, yeah. So <laughs> and a, he, and a plus um, after throwing the vial, um, he uh, Luke gave you the dirtiest of looks, just for an instant. But you, uh, but you know, is that he gave you the dirtiest of looks, and you know what people know, or sort of like the stereotypes of of Kachita, and you know that for an instant, that's what he was thinking, but. Then you, because you rolled in that twenty, you know that he hated himself for for even thinking it. Immediately after he thought it, uh, it was kind of a, re- a reaction thought that he he instantly had it, and then he instantly regretted it and hated himself for it. And you saw all of this in the blink of an eye. Uh, are you back, Botty? Botty's here. Botty's here. Yeah. So Andrew, you were asking me something, uh, or. I think you were going to say something to Luke as you as as we lost you. Oh, I don't recall. Um, it, it was it was so so we okay so we have we we just sort of dealt with a little the, the skooma vibe. So I so I show both of you the two silver pieces that you know that's that was the and then oh I, I, what 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 Bati was about to ask. Um, uh, in this day and age, it's it's hard press, hard times. People need cash, especially young musicians and everything. And I know it's frowned upon in your line of work, but in mine, I am in a position where I can keep a low profile and go from uh, end to end. I know you don't condone usage of the material you just tossed aside, but would you mind me slinging a little bit on the side for a little side cash for a, a bard in need of some some money? If 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 you wish to end our companionship please, by all means. I, I will not sacrifice uh, the defense of my Henter side. So and, I, I will let, I will let it lay. Let it and, lie. and Colin, you, you, you said that, that, that vial was empty, correct? Yes. Okay. So I, I don't, I don't say that. I don't, I don't know if the other two would have noticed that. I don't say that, but I would have done something different if it had been full. Hmm. So, um, I, but I don't, I don't say, I just, I, I, you can decide if the other two noticed that it was empty or not, but I, I don't say anything about it. Well, do you, do either you two go and inspect the bottle? I, he has made his intentions clear and I would prefer not to stress our relationship. And I could tell by the sound of the uh, glass breaking that it was empty. 
So, um, and, and so the the, the 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 two silver that we got off the I I I put that in a pocket or a separate pouch or something. So it's clearly in a in a in a in a distinct pouch for my own. Yeah, you put money, it money uh, pouch. in your yeah in your components pouch where you keep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put it somewhere well. distinct from my own personal stash of of coin to be very you know se- se- separated. Yeah, so you can like you know use that to sort of like buy your first round for each other afterwards. Yeah. Um. So tempers flared kind of instantly, and then sort of like then got dissipated, and then there's and there's regret and. And then you'll realize that you're you're kind of in a cave that you know nobody's been in probably in years, uh, maybe even since the the dragonborn himself has been in here. So uh, apart from your friend here lying on the floor, so you've suddenly come back to realizing your surroundings. What do you what do you do? I I I, I make some sort of whatever the appropriate sort of gesture of Kinnereth over, over a, over a dead body, you know, uh, a dab of holy water or a sign or whatever. And, and then I get up from the body and, and, and I guess I would walk towards the, uh, there's a, you said there was like a little, uh, a pillar or something right in, in here. In, yeah. In this uh, room. To, yeah. To, um, on the farthest part of the, of the cave and then to the left. So you, you sort of like walked through the entrance and then came down and you're on the right hand side of this cave over to the farthest left is a door and just in front of it probably about five foot in front of it no probably ten foot in front of it it's like a an obsidian pillar that's sort of like you know just stands about three foot tall and then to the right of that um is sort of like a stack of of stones sort of like just normal sort of like rocks and that but they're in a sort of like a a um a pyramid sort of like shape and there's a cairn perhaps yeah and there's a um whatchamacallit a set of um uh three skeletons that are sort of like you know just like splayed out on it um do you get closer I, I I investigate. So the, the skeletons are they leaning against the cairn or against the obelisk or pillar? Rather, no, they're just those are like lying flat down on all these rocks. So they're uh-huh. they're not underneath it. They're not leaning against it. Yeah. There's you know there's bits of bone. It's not like they're not whole skeletons. So yeah. Oh, okay. So okay. I, I I glance at them and 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 don't do a deep. I just sort of glance at them and see if there's anything sort of immediately obviously unusual. But I don't I don't paw at them or do anything in particular other than just a, a, an initial sort of sort of glance. Yeah, you see, see and you um, you notice that you you've got some light to be able to see them. So you, <coughs> sorry, you see the natural light coming down from above, and not the natural light. The sort of like you know the firelight that's coming down from this opening in the ceiling. Sort of like you know, uh, making it more easier easier to see them. So you have a look around, and it's got old tattered armor that's sort of like half decomposed that around the bodies. Um, but the there's there's no movement there. There's no nothing. So okay, and and I, I, I make sort of a generic, sort of similar 
blessing of the dead, whatever would be the appropriate sort of right, sort of just generally at the at the at the, at the skeletons, and then and then uh, then that, that's all I do. I don't I don't want to I don't want to monopolize this. If if uh, if body or Jaquai have anything they want to do, um, I, I'm staying away from the from the pillar for now. I'm, I'm focusing more on the the rocks and the skeleton for for, for now. Mm-hmm. As, anything you other you two guys want to do? Is there any way to like use my acrobatics to search for this weird source of light that you keep mentioning? You keep mentioning it's not natural light, but there's a fire source leading me to believe that there might be something hidden somewhere. Can yeah, it's it? it's direct. It's a there's a hole in the roof of the cave that's directly above this little stack of rocks. Uh, and where the skeletons are, and there's, so there's it, a flame it looks like as though these skeletons have come and fallen down through this opening and landed on the rocks. Ah. So the cause of death is falling from above, or maybe they were yeah. already dead, but the the skeletons have fallen from above. Yeah. Um, so that's where the the light's coming from. Up, you, did you want to go over and, and have a look? And you said there's a door behind That's, the pillars, yeah. behind the pillar and the cairn. Yeah, it's not really a pillar. It, as I said, well, it, it is a pillar, but it only stands about three foot high. Yeah. Is, so it, well, that's probably like, you know, two quarters of your height. Probably <laughs> comes up to about your chest. A wood elf that's, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm jumping to reach the top of that. The, uh, let's see. Can't use my acrobatics. There's, um, I would, I would like to take note of any sure. sort of dra- uh, dragon check. dragonborn stuff in the room. Mm. Roll a perception check. Roll a perception check. I'm interested to see if I can see find any dragonborn stuff here. Is that a twenty? Yes. Yep. And let me see what your stats Eight are. Eight and perception. What category is that under? Fucking no. You, you just roll a twenty and add. Do you, um, are, are you? Yeah. Are, uh, if you have a proficiency, you'll no, have more of a bonus. But no, if, you're, no, no, if you're not no. proficient, you just no, add your no. uh, your. Yeah, so your that's wisdom. a plus two. So roll and then add plus two. Uh, so my roll of eight and then two is ten. So yeah, there's there's light coming from the ceiling. That's that's pretty much that's all I can tell. All you can see. Yeah, you just walk up and sort of like you know, you kind of look up, and there is. It's like. There's another room right at the top, and the, the there's there's light up there, and it's sort of like you know spreading down and coming down and sp- <coughs> adding light to this room so you can see oh. better. But, well, then uh, I, you don't see anything up there. I turn to my cat friend and I say, "I assume that'll be one of our uh, end destinations by going through that door. Is there anything else you want to look for in this room before we?" Start heading through. Do you want to look at this pillar? Do you want to look at this pile of rocks, you guys? Uh, just give me a second. I need to pull this dart out of this skeever's head. Oh, take that back. <laughs> uh, that is a good question. Do we keep con- uh, keep that track of our inventory and such? Like if I eventually pick up a, a bow, will we have to keep track of individual arrows and such? Uh, yeah, but I won't be a complete dick about it. It'll be just like, you know, okay, maybe putting stuff like you know the past three episodes and like you might want to go and buy access and we'll only get worried about that when you start like using spells that require the 
like you know a diamond or something like that so. okay cool thanks um but i will say with your survival you could probably um Jaquai, you probably make your own darts anyway, so you could probably spend a short rest and make yourself a set of darts anyway. Okay. Uh, same with you, Pat. You can you don't have to um, buy holy water. You can just get water and, and make holy water, and so it's like an endless refill. All right. Cool. Um. So, what are you going to do? I'd like if, if I'd like to look at the pillar for anything remarkable. Not going to touch it, but just just you know, get it, you know walk around you know four sides, you know, see what I can see. Any carvings? Any, is, anything of interest? Carved. Yeah, it is carved. It, no check really. It's it, some groovings to give it some style, and then right at the top, it's just flat. Like um, you put a book on it. Yeah, like you put a book or a, uh, a piece of paper or something like that on it, but there's nothing there. Uh, there's no writing or anything on it. It's just kind of like a like a pedestal that you could probably put something on and then, and then read, but there's nothing there and there's no markings on it for you to read. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe the the small picture of a, of a dragon's head or something like that on the front, but other than that, there's nothing there. As players know exactly what this looks like because it's you're right straight out of <laughs> straight out of a Skyrim pillar. But so for for Luke, this is like so he's probably seen stuff like this in pictures in a book, but this is the first time he's actually seen one. Yes, right. Okay, so so I'll, I'll actually pay a lot more attention to it than it really probably deserves, just because it's like oh because oh, oh, yeah. this is you know putting his book learning to, to actual use for the first you know that like with the ski version and everything else. So. So I'll, I'll, in fact, actually, I, I might even, uh, uh, I might even like, you know, make out, you know, get, get a, in fact, I would probably get a, get a little notepad and, and do like a little rough charcoal sketch of some of the, of some of the carvings or something just to compare to if I ever get back to a library so I can compare these to things I've seen in books. So I'll, I nerd out a little bit, I guess, over the carvings, but, but, but don't other, otherwise don't yeah. do anything with it. Yeah. Between that and, and the carvings on the door, there's no writing on the door. It's just, you know, it's just well carved and it's just a, a well made Nordic door. There's nothing written on it or anything like that. But you, you do find it really interesting and sort of like you know, you you, you love it kind of thing. You sort of like, yeah, you know, yeah. this is yeah. Nordic history and that, and sort of like you know, this is my first time seeing it and sort of like you know, so I'm gonna and I'll mark it in here of, of what it looks like. Maybe do a rubbing or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And actually, and actually, in character, I'll actually say out loud, I'm I'm, I'm sorry, friends. This is. This is not really worthy of so much attention, but for, for over a decade, I, I've read of these things, and, and this is the first time I've had the, the chance to see see artifacts of my heritage. So, th- thank you for your patience as I as I as I examine these. But I'm re- I'm ready to move on if if you are. And and I will return. Say, please don't feel self conscious about that because I was about to s- s- ask if you minded if I whipped out my parchment and and uh charcoal to make a rubbing real quick because i think this cool pattern would make a really fun cover for my journal yeah please please do all right sorry cat we're gonna we're gonna nerd out for a second all right well while you guys are doing that i'm going to sneak through this door and head down the uh, hallway yeah go kill some stuff next (laughs) go kill some stuff we're gonna nerd out for a little bit (laughs) 
Okay, so... Quiet. Uh, don't, don't go too far. Come back shortly and give us a report. <laughs> I do kind of look worriedly after him, but, but, but I'll let him go on because he's a grown-up. He's a grown-up monk, so I'm going to let him go after yeah, have his own right. head. So um, you roll, uh, roll a stealth check, please, Jaquai. All right, so 13. That's what you rolled, and then yeah. add six, or that's with the six? No, that's I rolled a 13, so... Um, 19. Yeah, 19. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, so you, you go off... Um, you um, get to the door and you have a peer around and you uh, get there nice and low, have a listen to make sure that you can't hear anything. You step across the threshold of the door and that's when all three of you hear from the very large room above you, ding, 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 ding. And then you hear a voice, huh, huh? Oh, I knew I shouldn't have slept. You're here, aren't you? You're finally here. That's coming from above us? That's coming from above you. You can hear it through the opening where the light is coming from, from the room of the, the firelight above you. And that's all you hear. So, you hear some so, ruffling I, around and then you hear some shuffling. And so I gesture back to my uh, companions that I didn't touch anything. <laughs> so, so, so I, I immediately, I immediately hastily put away my my uh, academic gear and uh, and 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 uh, walk over towards uh, Jaquai and 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 did did you did you trip over any? Is there a trip wire or anything? Or do you know, actually, do you... um, roll a perception check. Uh, Jaquai, another D20. It's a, a good call looking for traps, actually. That's a good good idea. Three. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So uh... you're, you're, you're too busy sort of like, you know, looking ahead of you that you you didn't notice anything and you didn't notice anything pop. But um, you definitely think that immediately after stepping over the threshold of through the door that uh, the alarm started to, to uh, was set off. Um, so above you, you hear some shuffling, and you you hear sort of like you know running around. <coughs> um, what do you do? I think whatever we came here for knows we're here. Shall continue, we continue down the hallway? Okay, so body. Still, still yes, sneaking. I follow along. Yes. All right. We're being still as stealthy so, as possible. Um, it knows we're here, but we're still being as cautious as possible. Okay, so you're looking out for traps. I take it this time. Uh, but yeah. I have I have absolutely no perception, so I, it does me no uh, good to. Uh, can you roll an investigation check for me, please, um, Jaquai? Seeing as you're taking the lead on this. All right, and that's a wisdom modifier. No, intelli- investigation is intelligence. Intelligence. <laughs> yeah, so I don't Sorry, think it's. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a negative one. <laughs> <laughs> you walk into the wall. <laughs> so I you, rolled you a take seventeen. Ah, oh, seventeen. Yeah, so that's oh, the. Okay. You have a look around. There doesn't seem to be any trip wires. Uh, no false 
um, stonework or anything on, on the floor around you. You do look around and you see some like crypts that have been uh, that have been opened and right you see it's not a skeleton's hand it seems to be the dead body but it's not a skeleton's hand it's got still got some dried flesh to it um and the the cask is kind of open oh no but it's not it's not moving and right next to the cask you you see a bit of parchment that um, from the center, it, I mean, it's been burned out. Um, have you guys caught up to him? Yeah, are you seeing this as well? Are you following? Yeah, along? I, I was. Yeah, I, I'm. 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 Now that now that we are discovered, I'm. I'm closing ranks much more. I, I'm. I'm, yeah. I'm I, I suggest we keep closer because I don't know that so, stealth is going to make that much difference. Yeah. Uh, so, what is the light like in this room now? Uh, the light's okay. You're actually seeing some candle lights heading up along the sides of the walls and up towards these uh, stairs that are leading around to the right. Uh, kind of like in a circular motion, but a, a, like a long circular motion. It's not like a, a clock tower or anything like that. So leave it on to the right, and you... Um, yeah, it's definitely going to be... Um, uh, Luke, if you make a perception check, uh, no, make an uh, an investigation check when you come across the this little burnt piece of parchment. Uh, twenty, not not nap, but but adjusted twenty. Adjusted twenty, yeah, no, easily enough. You, you know what this is? This is um, the parchment from a scroll. This is somebody using a scroll to cast a magic spell uh, right next to a coffin. So there's no writing on it. But you kind of surmise that somebody was trying to use this scroll to raise this uh, yeah. this dead body. And are you, um, this is more zombie-like than what outside what you saw lying down that was inanimate was a skeleton. This is yeah. kind of zombie-like, but it's completely inanimate. It's not moving. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any life to it whatsoever. Uh, whatever the scroll was intended to do to it seems like it failed. Okay. Uh, there's been great evil afoot here. This uh, vile necromancy. We, uh, we we must put a stop to this. We must. So, do you guys carry on? Yep. Yes. So, you circle around and then you come <clears throat> turn a corner on it and to the left there's a, a couple of urns uh, on a table. And sort of like an old stonework table. And then the, to the right, there's uh, more steps that lead up to two double doors, uh, similar to the one downstairs, but obviously a double door. Uh, these are also open. So so table table to the left, doors up yep. to the right? Yep. Okay. Um, just a flat wall right in front of you, and then as you come up uh, around these stairs, if you look to your left, there's a table, like a stonework table that's easily sort of like you know waist height to you, with a couple of urns on it. Uh, and then there's just a stone wall right in front of you, and then you to your right is more stairs leading straight up, and then to two double doors. You 
could tell that this isn't going to lead into the room that's directly above you yet. It's, it's too it's too early. You, you're aware of your space enough to know that this isn't going to leave you lead you directly into into the next into that room. So I'll, I'll I'll take a look at the table, applying my my best book learning to see if there's anything to be seen there. I know there's just a couple of urns on the table. There's no okay. writing on the table. There's no books or anything like that. It's just a okay. just a couple of urns. Okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll I'll pop open. I'll I'll shift the lid over over one of the urns. Is it any anything uh, anything in there? And uh, the one on the left just got ash in it. Same to the other urn. No, you open the other urn. It's got a little small little silver ring in it. Hmm. It's got. It's no. It's not burnt or anything. Uh, it's. It's not got a stone on it. There's no carving on it. It's just a small little silver ring. If I don't see anything dangerous looking in there, I'll. I'll reach in and, and grab the ring. Yeah. So yeah, there's no danger or anything like that. You just simply pluck the ring out. And I'll. I'll uh... I'll 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 show that to the uh, to the other two and uh, put it with the two silver pieces in our in our little booty pouch. Thank you for downloading this edition of Skyrim 10 AD. Email the show at skyrim10ad at gmail.com. For more information, please visit asapodcasting.com where you will find a Skyrim Attic podcast, the Fallout feed, and our Amazon link, which benefits the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Find our social media in the show notes. Thanks for listening.